When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not a peaceful protest. Oh, okay. All right, little boy. So uh, we're going to talk about that today because just a few days ago, these were small fringe minority Nazis. <laughs> According to Justin, and today it's a national emergency. So he's declared effectively declared martial law, and now he controls the trucks, banking accounts, the uh insurance on those trucks and that tang else good morning hey chris welcome back glad you're back i can hear myself hey don welcome back we got don we only got one d today so we got three d's we got two d's over here and one over there <laughs> hi lane good morning good morning we had no we had quadruple d's in here yesterday d d two d's over there so you all right this morning? Yeah, I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm doing great. I was just looking this up. You have a good day yesterday with the uh, Valentine's and everything? Yeah, it was good. Okay. Have fun. Valentine's fun and all that kind of stuff. And Valentine's oh, yeah, this, that, and the other? Just a hell of a time. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you want to you wanna go into that a little bit? I mean, well, you're, yeah, you're saying your your Valentine's was a hell of a time. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> well, you know, I had to have an MRI done yesterday afternoon. Well, so that could I, be fun yeah. if she got in there with you. It was a bit of a tight squeeze. Well, that's all right. Yeah, that's... I, I, trust <laughs> Honey, me. where do you think you're trust going? Trust me, the thought crossed my mind as I was lying in this little tube all by myself. So, yeah. I hate those things. I yeah. hate them with a passion, man. I hate them. I've done so many of them in my life. I hate them. Just yeah. hate them. You know, you know they, they give you these headphones so you can listen to music. What good better. is that? Right. Right. You know, it, I thought maybe it would help. And uh, so I get in there, and they say, you know, what do you want to listen to? And I'm like, well, you know, well just, you know, me, of course. Yeah, just, you want to listen to Trey's still on the air. Right. So yeah, Trey yeah. will be on the air. Right. But uh, I just, you know, just, you know, some old rock and roll is fine, right? And so I'm lying there, and they put the headphones on. And uh, I thought, this is going to be great, because the first song they played was a Bob Seger song. Oh, good night. Yeah. Right? I thought, this is perfect. If yeah. they just play this for the next hour, I'm in good shape, yeah. you know? And then the music cuts out because they were readjusting some stuff and they were talking to me about whatever. And then um, it's quiet for a bit. And then you start to hear things, you know, clicking and grinding right. as the MRI. Yeah. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, they the, the whatever music streaming service they were using um, cut out. No, it kept playing, but it was like Motley Crue and stuff. <laughs> oh no, the junk! I'm like, come on, junk rock. You were tuned into the junk come rock station. On, yeah. Get me out of here! I'm yeah. pressing the button. It's an emergency. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I have those Bose uh, knockout to sound. You know, yeah, those, those are great. And it really does. When I get on an airplane, yeah. Nah, man, engine right. could fall off that thing. I'd never know it. Yep. Well, you know, the, <laughs> they don't call them stewardess. Flight attendant walked by, and she'll look down at me, and it's like I can, she's saying something. Her lips are moving. I have, I don't hear what she's saying. Yeah. I just nod. Yeah. Right. right. And yeah. I give her a thumbs up. Yeah, thank you. Because, yeah, because I just got the noise no, noise canceling. canceling. Yeah. That's noise what they canceling, call it. Yeah, right. those are great. She's probably telling you they have to make an emergency <laughs> water landing. <laughs> <That's right>. and you... <laughs> Seriously. Like, can you get up and use your seat yeah. cushion, sir? You're sitting there. You bet. 
You got it, honey. You bet, honey. <laughs> Sweetie, uh, darling, I sure will. Yeah. She's sitting there listening to Kenny Rogers in the meeting. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You've got that right. May, maybe even a Lionel Richie, too. Maybe. 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 Uh, so let's see what Americans did yesterday. You want to? Sure, why not? Because uh, I did take fried chicken home. Yeah, no, no wine, though. No, I decided I decided to hold the wine until she gets back. She's she's going on a trip for business. I feel, nah, I wait till you know you don't want to get her all wind up and then send her out of town. So it's a bad idea. So, so uh, see, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yeah. So uh, Elaine wants to know what you mean. Americans are less likely to have sex and partner up and get married than ever before. This is a uh, brand new survey that's out this morning. Following well, that's why everybody's a damn cranky all the time. That's right. Following va- Valentine's Day, we're at a thirty-year low for sex. Twenty-six uh, percent of Americans age eighteen and up do not have sex over the past twelve months. Wow, that's a tw- so a quarter of Americans no sex over the last twelve months. This is a general social survey that just came out. You might think it's a pandemic effect, but it's part of a long-term trend. The two years with the next highest percentage of adults saying they didn't have sex in the past were 2016 and 2018. The last two times survey was conducted. Before 2004, the highest percentage of Americans who said they didn't have sex in the past year was 19%. So anywhere, that number's growing and had nothing to do with pandemic. We're at a 30-year low for living together. It's not just about sex. 62% of Americans, 25-54, lived with their partner or were married, according to a Pew, ooh, Pew research study. Uh, but now that number has plunged, and we're at a 30-year low for living together. Partnership is at a low, not just marriage. So there you go. So not only, let's see here, and 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 most Americans did not get their partner a card for Valentine's Day. That's interesting. Most Americans did not do that this year. There wow. you go. Yeah. So, bummer. Well, apparently there's not, not, not as much meat and need for a Valentine's Day. <laughs> Well, I guess not. People don't have a Valentine. I think since people have been seeing a lot of each over, uh, other over the past couple of years, they're pretty tired of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> this time. Look, uh, I, I want to get out and see somebody else other than your face. I, like, I love your face, but it's time to look at somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll take a little ride. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Take a little ride. Yeah. Anyway, for, for about a month. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Honey, don't you have a motorcycle to ride? Yeah. I sure do. So that's the story this morning. All right. That's the show. Good night, everybody. That's Thanks it. for coming. Appreciate you stopping by. Have a good night. The Esters will show you right on out the door over right. there. So with, on that note, y'all need to get busy. That's it. Yeah. All right. Let me uh, dive in here real quick while y'all are getting busy. 210-599-5555. Let me dig into the news. Uh, the Durham probe has uh, accelerated with more people cooperating coming before the grand jury. Mr. Durham has run his investigation professionally, and unlike Robert Mueller who leaked about everything, who ultimately, remember when we heard Mueller, didn't know what was going on with his stuff. Uh, John Durham does know, and there's a lot of people in Hillary's world, including, I think, Hillary herself, who are in a whole bunch of trouble. So, <laughs> that's right. So we'll be talking about her. As I said at the top of the show, Justin Trudeau in Canada effectively has declared martial law on those truckers. Just a few days ago, they were a small fringe minority, and now it's a national emergency worth taking over their trucks, taking over their insurance, taking over their bank accounts, and arresting those truckers up there. Uh, Unprecedented, never done this before. The governors of the different provinces up in Canada disagree with this. And how's Greg Abbott doing up against Robert Francis O'Rourke? We'll tell you more about that. And Pop... 
is talking about books that are inappropriate for children, and he wants your kids to read them. 71. Stay connected. After discussing with cabinet and caucus, after consultation with premiers from all provinces and territories, after speaking with opposition leaders, the federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. Oh, the blockades and the occupation. So it's now an occupation of Nazis. Nah, very cool, Justin Trudeau. A few days ago, they were just a small fringe minority, and today it's a national emergency, an occupation is going on. You see, this is how, this is exactly how they get started when they are cracking down on, on their own citizens, going to war against their own citizens, and now it's a dictatorship. It's not a democracy in Canada anymore. It's a dictatorship as of yesterday. There are calls for a run on Canadian banks today because Justin Trudeau now controls the Canadian banks. Under this particular order, he controls every aspect of life in America, including the banks, including your car. That's right. In Canada, he can now seize the cars of everyday citizens. He says, don't worry. It's only for a short amount of time. Instead of meeting with the protesters, he fled the city from his bunker. He called them a bunch of Nazis. He now has suspended democracy, and, and Canada is effectively a dictatorship. Now, what's happening in Canada can be referred to as a lot of different things, but kids in bouncy houses and guys cooking brisket on an open fire ain't a national emergency. Uh-uh. But he did. Justin Trudeau revoked their civil liberties, authorized men with automatic weapons to take them to jail under his martial law that's in effect in Canada now. Trudeau has the power to force banks to seize their bank accounts and insurance companies to cancel their insurance. They are a non-person. They are enemies of the state now. Those truckers, and in fact, anybody that he wants to declare an enemy of the state. Now, Lest we not make the connection between their life and ours, because that's way up there. Who cares about that, right? How many times have you heard Joe Biden say, just as recently as last week, no right is absolute. No right is absolute. Your rights are the ones that I tell you you get to have, which is exactly what Justin Trudeau is doing up there under the Emergencies Act, dealing with the threats to the sovereignty, security, and our national Bonds. Minister of, uh, of Finance, uh, Christia Freeland. She is a former, by the way, U.S. journalist. So <laughs> this makes perfect sense. Financial institutions now given the power to suspend or freeze personal or corporate accounts from the uh, guys in these trucks. And they're being ordered now to start taking their money. Yesterday, Monday morning, uh, Trudeau held meetings with his Liberal Caucus and the members of the nation's provinces. Those would be the governors of, like, Alberta, Manitoba, Quebec, uh, and they all came out and said, no, they disagreed with what the prime minister is doing here in, ba- in essentially putting martial law into effect in Canada. He is now targeting the crowdfunding platforms, the cryptocurrencies under terrorist financing rules. So the millions of dollars that people have contributed to these truckers is now being seized by the Canadian government, the trucks being seized by the Canadian governments. Their insurance policies are being canceled and their money at the banks being taken now by the Canadian government. 
Trudeau's Deputy Prime Minister, Ms. Freeland, said at a press conference yesterday, we are today serving notice if your truck is being used in these illegal blockades, your corporate accounts are frozen. The insurance on your vehicle is suspended. You see, here's the truth about the left, and it's the left in America, it's the left in France, it's the left in Canada, it's the left anywhere in the world. When you're on the left, particularly the extreme left, you are a paper's thickness away from a dictatorship and all-out fascism. Remember, in our country, it was the left who forced masks on children to this day. Children in Los Angeles had to go to school yesterday with masks on their faces when the very day before people were able to go party it up in a Super Bowl stadium all in each other's faces, there they all were, all gathered together, the elite of the elitists of the elitists, all hanging out, drinking champagne or whatever, without masks on, and the little children yesterday had to go to school with masks on for eight and nine hours yesterday in Los Angeles. Today, the masking rules are going away in Washington, D.C. for everybody except the children in the schools. You may, as an adult, go to a bar now in Washington, D.C. You can go to a restaurant. You can go to the mall without a mask on in Washington, D.C. You know where you can't go without a mask on? To the schools. You still have to put one on when you go to the schools. New York City, New York the state, the same exact way. The new governor up there has rescinded the mask mandates, so you can go party it down, get all boozed up all you want to without a mask on, get in other people's faces, blow smoke there, give them a kiss, whatever you want to do. That's just perfectly fine. The only people who can't go without a mask are the children. This is out-and-out fascism, and fascism always comes from the left. I know it's always the right that is accused of that. No. Fascism, a dictatorship, comes from the left. They're the ones who have been screaming that you have to put your mask on to protect me. Ron Nirenberg in San Antonio saying, you're going to be killing people if you take your mask off. That's right. The fascists on the left are the ones who always try to control other people's lives. Let's take a quick break. We'll take your calls. Coming back, 210-599-5550. TSA and FM 1071, stay connected. You mean to tell me in the middle of this wing shortage we can't clip a couple rooster wings off? No. You have to kill the entire rooster. No, don't you clip one? Do you think they grow back? I'm not trying to make a no, stupid no, no. animal joke. Like Are you I sure? I, I was under the impression that when we make the wings, the reason we have so many is we cut one wing off and it does grow. <laughs> no, dude was serious. That was a commentator on CBS Sports, and he was serious. He, he thought that, you know, like when you cut the tail off of a lizard, you know, like the yeah. Geico guy, right. that it grows back, right? Yeah, or, you know, like you take one of the arms off a starfish or something yeah and it's going to come back yeah he was thinking that he was thinking that the same thing happens to roosters yeah so (laughs) you just walk on over and take a wing off he's gonna grow another one by noon today so why don't you just take why is there such thing (laughs) why is there such thing as a as a wing shortage, when all you got to do is take all you want. That's all you got to do, right? There's your future of broadcasting right there. <laughs> I hope he knows X's and O's and balls, oh my God. strikes and all Jeez. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's... he was serious. No, he was serious. Oh my God. No, no, he wasn't like messing around, like coming up with a bit or something like that. No, that's 
you know, he went to the AOC school of uh, everything. So, yeah, kind of. Just take just take how many wings you want. They're gonna grow them right back. What's what is your problem over? Come on now, you know how this works, right? <laughs> I was under the impression that if you cut a wing off, it grows back. The thing is, you're doing the wrong accent because someone who talks like that wouldn't. They wouldn't you know, make be that from mistake. here with that. Someone who speaks like Don. Yeah, and, so you have to do a Don accent. Well, no, I can't do that. I, I have tried. You know, I've tried the whole Massachusetts thing. I walk my dog and park my car. I try that, right? <laughs> so and cut the wings off the rooster. That's right, not yeah. the rooster. Yeah, exactly. I can't do it. I can't, here's I can't do here's it. the here's the the one rule you need to remember when you're trying to pull that off. Yeah. If the word ends with an R, it's an A H. A H. Right. If it ends with an A H, then you add the R. R. <laughs> so it'd be a rooster. Yeah, rooster. <laughs> <laughs> pull the wings off the rooster. Yep. Okay, I got it. All right, I Tom. I was in my car <laughs> drinking a soda <laughs> while listening to Madonna. <laughs> oh, I got a Madonna story I could tell you a little bit later. Okay? I bet you do. I, everybody does. Yeah, well, I, I guarantee you everybody does. <laughs> Tom, Tom, go ahead. You're on. <laughs> Hello, Tom. Hey. Yes. Hey, Trey. Good morning, sir. Um, I just wanted to kind of mention something I'm finding very interesting. Uh it's called the Court of Public Opinion. It's being held over in Germany. It's a grand jury. Yeah. Um, I've been watching it, and it's fascinating. Um, it's a group of um, just regular, well, it's lawyers and doctors and experts from around the world. Okay. And they basically convene their own grand jury over there, and they have a testimony. Basically, the jury is us. You know, uh, it's not really in a court, but. Um, they have experts from all over the world, doctors, lawyers, people that have been actually involved in the the WHO, uh, World Health Organization, uh, people spilling the beans. And I'm just uh, finding very fascinating. And uh, I think it would, uh, you know, be good to get it out there to people. Uh, what is it on a YouTube or YouTube or what? How do you find it? Just um, court, court of I personal just, opinion? I, I, I just um, searched it on the web. Okay. Uh, just type in court of public opinion. All right. And uh, just look for uh, Grand Jury. Okay. And, uh, man, it is fascinating. Of course, I've been following a lot of this uh, for years and years, but I think it really would be good for a lot of people uh, as a learning and seeing what's going on with the who especially. Well, I will check her out. Tom, thank you. 210-599-5555. Texas Polak. Greg Abbott is at least 10 points ahead of Bobby O'Rourke. Remember, Bobby O'Rourke, a leopard, does not change his spots. He did say during the presidential campaign that, damn right, hell yes, I'm going to take your AR-15 away. And then just a couple of weeks ago, while running for the governor of Texas, Bobby O'Rourke says, I'm not interested in taking anything away. Yes, he is. Um, look, this guy is a fame whore, okay, hog. That's what he's, a fame hog. And that's all he cares about is getting fame. For years, he wanted to be in a rock and roll band. He was a furry who played rock and roll music. Do you know what a furry is? A furry is from like a, yes, exactly. The strange, the strange and, and strange and stranger. You know, they put tails on their bodies and furry stuff on their heads. They, th- they think they are transforming themselves at certain times into little creatures. They're like little bunny rabbits and they hop around and stuff like that. This is, this is Bobby O'Rourke, right? So he used to play guitar in a band as a furry (laughs) with with a tail (laughs) 
and a cat head, <laughs> whiskers, the whole thing. Huh? Well, that's why he wants to take your gun, because he's a wascoey web. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> so he uh, did that for a while. And when that didn't turn out so well, somebody told him to get into politics. And that's when he ran against uh, Ted Cruz. Well, actually, he, he was involved in city council for a little while, and then he went to the Congress and all that. And then he ran against Ted Cruz and was swiftly defeated. And then he ran for president and was swiftly defeated. Now he's running for governor. You know, he's trying everything that he could try. You know, if Greg Abbott really wants to mess with him, right. the first time they have a debate, he Seriously. starts talking like Elmer Fudd. Seriously. Or show up with his own like cre- right. character head. Yeah. <laughs> Walk in there and stand up for him. Like <laughs> Sylvester the Cat or something yeah, like right. that. Yeah. Put his own tail, his own furry tail on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll and we would it. never know it because... Because Greg could still sit there in a wheelchair and just have the tail like hanging off the back of the wheelchair <laughs> while he's behind the podium. You can go no. back and forth with the Beto season. <laughs> That's right. Beto season. <laughs> Abbott season. Beto season. It's open Beto season. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to beat you in the election. <laughs> uh, exactly right. All right, you John. Are, you El Paso weirdo. <laughs> What's the story, John? What's going on? Well, um, Governor Abbott acts like there's not even a primary going on right now. He doesn't want to touch that primary. And uh, I'd like to see him fight with uh, West and and Huffines before he assumes. I always get in trouble when I assume things. Right. And there's a big assumption going right right now, but I think they're going to get through. uh, Abbott will get through the primary. Because nobody, I haven't heard a peep about West. He must not have any money for advertising. But that's, we need to have a Well, you know, he's been on this show four or five times, right? Right, yeah. right. But, uh, and i got Prather on today not, at, uh, at 7.30. Prather's going to be on with me. So. Well, that's the only place I've heard him. Yeah. And, um, and we need to have a primary runoff because they flood the zone. Look at Cornyn's last uh, primary. He had thirteen or seventeen candidates running. Right. And well, you, uh, first of all, John, I, I had Huffines yesterday. I'm having Prather today, and I'm having West uh, tomorrow. And and as soon as the governor can be on, we'll have him back on. Although we've had him on many times, so we're covering our uh, our bases. We're, we're we're trying to get the info out. You can find it all on our on our podcast Trayware page at ktsa.com. The Huffines interview is there as well. If you want to go back and and listen to it so we're doing our part to try to get the info out on who these guys are i'm just not sure that um well let me let me put it this way this is something that has come up numerous times to me and um i I think it's you know it it is pretty interesting when you consider whether or not any of these other guys can beat beto uh versus whether or not abbott can beat Beto. Remember that, that that was the William Buckley thing, right? <clears throat> Better to pick a winner. At least you're in the, what did he call it, in the dance or whatever Buckley said. Uh, that's come up several times. In fact, Friday when this a subject dominated the show, that came up over and over and over again. So that's the decision people are having to make right now, and early voting is underway right now. Have you voted yet? Uh, Bear County Democrats, once again, running ahead of Republicans. Bear County Democrats running ahead of Republicans on the first day of early voting. The Democrats were primed and ready, and the Democrats went and cast their votes yesterday. And I saw Republicans just say, well, we're waiting on Election Day. Well, we'll see. 
but Republicans have consi- in Bear County, Republicans have consistently mm-hmm. run behind Democrats on the turnout mm-hmm. for vote. Consistently. Hey, Lee, you're on. Good morning, Lee. Good morning. How you doing today? Very, very well. Thank you for the call, sir. I got a saying: is somebody can make a bumper sticker out of it. It goes like, "You can bet, oh, Robert or Wark will take your guns away if elected governor." Yeah. <laughs> that's right that's a good one thank you lee you know, he guaranteed that and he will uh, attempt to if he's elected governor as aoc said we're going to unionize quote the hell out of texas right and take it away y- your liberties and your rights and your freedoms because as joe biden said none of your rights are absolute absolutely none which when they say something like that you know what they're saying is the people in power get to decide what rights you're allowed to have. Ask the people in Canada this morning how much they like that way of living. Back- Newsmaker Hotline. Hey, uh, so Lori just sent me a um, an email. Early voted yesterday. I voted Abbott. It was close call. Almost voted Alan West. Wrestle with it. Border Abbott has some momentum on there. Thank you, Lori, for telling us what's going on out there. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware here on KTSA. Elaine and Chris and Don here as well. Greg Popovich. You know there's no love lost between the two of us. I think he's a nut job, liberal leftist activist. He's not a he's not a basketball coach. He's not. He's given up well, okay, let me give you an example. Yesterday he did a twenty minute press conference. Just a small fraction of that was devoted to basketball. The rest of it was politics and books. What happened was State Representative Matt, Matt Kraus, and you remember when we talked to him here on the show, uh, last uh, October started to look at a list of books that was happening at schools and in the school libraries where kids as young as five, six, seven years old were reading pornography in school libraries. And the representative said, well, I've got a list of about 400 here that we have found in Texas libraries, and we need to go through and we need to clean these out. He never said burn them. He never said ban them. He never said get rid of them. He said they need to go come out of the, the school libraries. If you're a perv and you want to read porn like that, that's your business. You're an adult. You're over 21, whatever. You're an adult. You're an adult perv. You can read it. Go ahead. That's your business. He never, ever, I had him on the show. We talked about it. He never said we're going to ban these books. So Northeast Independent School District went through, and the, indeed, they agreed. They found several, in fact, more than several, they found almost 100 in their school libraries that were deemed unacceptable pornography for children. Out and out, in your face, porn. And they pulled them off. Well, that's, you know, a good old fascist like Greg Popovich comes along and says, hey, they're they not banned books. It's the banning of books is intellectually and morally corrupt and criminal, he says yesterday, prior to a basketball game. Now, his job is to coach basketball team, and I don't really care because, you know, this is an old dead horse anyway, you know, beating a dead horse to talk about him. But, again, this just uh, the reason I bring it up is not beating him anymore because he's done beat himself. The team sucks. The organization is, you got some good people there, but he is a drain on the Spurs organization. He's bringing that organization down because he sucks and his political views suck and he's bringing the entire organization down. But that's not even the reason to talk about him. The reason to talk about him is a typical leftist person's way 
of shifting the argument. Quote, Just to think of banning books seems to me to be intellectually and morally corrupt and criminal. And you wonder, why would a parent take that stance? You actually want to raise your child in ignorance? You willfully raise your child in ignorance so they don't understand history and facts? You don't think they can have the ability to analytically figure this out and decide what they want to do? See, that right there is so packed. You know, I can go through that, and I can do a whole show on that statement alone. He went on and made some other dumbass statements, too. But, okay, so uh, you willfully raise your child in ignorance. No, these are not parents that are willfully raising their children in ignorance, Pop. These are parents that are protecting what goes into their child's brain until their child at a later time in life has the analytical, as you say, analytical ability to decipher what's right and what's wrong and what's up and what's down. You see, somebody like you just wants to put propaganda in their heads, stuff this stuff in their heads at the youngest age because you know the product is going to be different if you get to them at a young age. You understand that. Another brick in the wall. But the biggest problem that I have with Popovich on this issue, just to think of banning books, banning books. See how he shifted the argument? It's a little sly, shifty way that these people operate. But after a while, when you study them long enough, you start to see the whole thing of how they, how they do this. And it's been going on throughout all of history, right? But they just slyly shift the argument. Nobody was talking about banning a book. Not one book. Wasn't brought up not one time. Nobody talked about a book burning or book banning or anything like that, Pop. All they talked about was there's stuff that's appropriate for children and not. There's a reason. Well, let me ask you this, Pop. I, I'm going to take what you're saying, and I'm guessing now. And, you know, you feel free to call me, Pop, if I'm wrong. Is Hustler okay for a school, uh, school library, penthouse? Hustler? Some of the smut that you can buy online that's hardcore pornography, that's bestiality, uh, that includes harming of others. Is that okay for school libraries? Because that's what it sounds like you're saying. I, you know, I'll stand corrected if you want to call me and correct me back in a minute, Trey Ware. Canadians safe, protecting people's jobs. Oh, come on. And restoring confidence in our institutions. That was uh, Justin Trudeau. This is about a dictatorship taking over Canada. It's a dry run for North America. Going to see how it goes. Good morning, 606. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA FM 1071. Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. He's Don. She's Elaine. That's Chris right over there. And you're telling me Amazon's going up on the Prime membership or their delivery cost? The if delivery cost. Okay. The annual fee or the monthly fee. Both okay. going up. So. <laughs> you, have, you know, and and here's the thing, and I'll just, you know, I'm just sitting here shaking my head, right? And, and yeah, it's not a huge amount of money, but doesn't matter. it's still a price increase. Yeah, so. it doesn't matter. It's still, you know, everything in the world. Well, I'll give you an example. A friend of mine sent me a picture from the rodeo menu board. Mm-hmm. You know what they get for a turkey leg at the rodeo this year? I have no idea. Seventeen dollar. That's a leg off a bird. Well, you know, according to that sports announcer from CBS, the damn thing's going to grow right back. So come on. Give us a break in the price. I kid you not. 17 bucks. Instead of aluminum foil, is it gold flake? Gotta be. Yeah, right? Yeah. Seventeen wrapped in satin? Uh, Come on. The hot dog. No, no. It gets better. Hot dog's like 20. Uh, 20 bucks for a hot dog? Yes, sir. 
Yes, that's a weenie with between the bun? A, with, yeah. <laughs> the bun's an extra five fifty, probably. <laughs> I would, you know, that wouldn't surprise you. You want to, you want a bun with that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that'd be no fifty for a bun. But you know, it's it, it, this is just stupidity. It's out and out stupidity, and I get why they're doing it because everything is such limited supply and all the uh, you know well, yeah, inflation it, everywhere and inflation yeah, here, and it's costing more to transport these items with the rising cost of fuel. And well, whatever. now see, you're you're hitting on something I hit with Carl yesterday. For those who weren't listening, because with all the inflationary pressure that's going on right now, I I'm not an economist and I don't play one on TV and I didn't sleep at a Best Western last night. Okay, let me just say that. But I've been around a while and I've seen these cycles happen. <clears throat> and you've been around a while because what? Well, I'm damn near sixty. Yeah. So you you're getting close to <laughs> you're getting close to teetering into a recession because what happens is people say I'm just not. You think I'm going to go to rodeo? And I'm going to pay that amount of money to get in. What's the ticket to get in? How much the ticket? Do you know? Look it up for me, Elaine. Well, it's a lot of money to get in, right? Depending on who you're going to see. Toby yeah. Keith was, you know, probably more expensive than yeah. whatever. Right. So <clears throat> whatever it costs to get in, and then you're going to charge me 17 bucks for a turkey leg. And I'm not buying just one turkey leg, you know that, because I got three or four with me, you know. So, sure. I gotta, you know, so now, now we're up to just on the dinner bill, we're up to you know 50, 60 bucks already, and then we haven't hit the the uh, cotton candy yet, and we haven't hit the funnel cake yet, mm-hmm. and by you know, we hadn't even started talking about beer, you know, at a rodeo, you got to have one in a cup, something mm-hmm. like that. Sure. So we haven't even gone there yet. By the time you get out of there, you're probably talking hundreds, hundreds of dollars to go to the rodeo and those are four ounce beers yeah see there you go that's it you know i'm just joking he he, he might be joking but let me tell you what shot of beer this happened to me and i'll tell you when this was this had to be over a decade ago i went to alamo heights night over a decade ago right and i was with a friend and i said let me buy you a a glass of wine Mm -hmm. you know selling a wine so i go over to the thing the area where the wine is and i say two glasses of wine okay fine so they bring over these little four-ounce plastic see-through cups. They're about this big. It was like a shot. The mouthwash ones? Yes. But a little bit bigger than that. It was like a shot. That'd be $32. I said, wait a minute. There's only two cups. <laughs> I didn't want the whole bottle. <laughs> yeah. So it said, that'd be $32. I said, for what? For for that? <laughs> corking fee. You know, a, the corking fee. Yeah. <laughs> If I was at home and I took a sip, I'd sip like eight of those, and you're going to charge me 32 bucks for two of them? Yeah. And uh, she said, yeah, they're 16 bucks each. And that's what the rodeo is like right now, according to this menu. He took a picture of it and sent it to me. He said, look at this. I can't believe these prices on the food. Okay, somebody else call. 210-599-5555. Have you been to the Rodeo, and have you seen the prices for food? Talk to us about that. I'm just curious. And are they now charging for condiments? Yeah. Is there like a ketchup? Are they? Is there the ketchup fee? You know Probably what? A dollar per squirt. Let me tell you. Well. <laughs> a dollar per squirt. Do <laughs> you like a squirt of ketchup on that? That'd be twenty two fifty. Yeah. That'd be a dollar bill. <laughs> Not if you're going to put it on there. Yeah, Can I right do it myself? <laughs> You know what? That's a funny. That's funny, Chris. But I was actually at an event, and they had they had the the ketchup and the mayo and all that stuff in a little package laid out, right. and you got your hamburger, your hot dog, and you walked over the table for that. They had somebody there monitoring it. You got one. I'm not making it up. I was there. You got one, and they were standing right there. You, like, show me your hot dog. Okay, you got a hot dog. You get one ketchup. You want mustard? What else? Okay, one mustard. 
You can't, you know, the days of going over and grabbing four or five. Those days are gone. Which is the way I roll because I love dipping my stuff in whatever. I don't put it on it, yeah. but I'll put the ketchup next to it. Sure. I'll put the mustard next to it and I'll dip it in there. And uh, so I need three or four. And I go to Arby's and get the Arby's sauce and I say, give me a handful. Yeah. Well, now it's like, no, there's one little ding ding You get it's, one. <laughs> it's job creation. We have the packet police. That's packet right. Police. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the mustard monitor. <laughs> mustard monitor. <Jeez>. Ketchup cops. <laughs> Ketchup cop. Who <laughs> <laughs> relish regulated? <laughs> oh, my God. This alliteration is going to kill me. <laughs> Turn around and put your hands over your head. <laughs> you have violated the right. ketchup rules. <laughs> the ketchup oh, uh, clause. Uh, the salsa security. You've, uh... <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I'll pull up that menu and I'll read some more of those prices. But right. it's just so seventeen dollars for a turkey leg. Turkey leg, seventeen yeah. bucks. Okay. Yeah, stock show rodeo. So yeah, see, none of I, none of that is anything I would eat anyway. Well, so. and well, of... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll leave me... with more money than I went in with. <laughs> let I me look up the price right of. Kale, you know, here's a bundle of kale yeah. at the rodeo. I'll just have what the cows are eating. You know, that's right. I, I got a feeling that that's exactly you'd have to go back in the barn and have hay yep. because I, you yep. know I got a feeling stock show and rodeo. No, they're not going to have any tofu burger over there. It, does, it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll charge you to eat separately from the animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get I on would, in there. <laughs> I wouldn't. I just go in there and shove one over and take a lap. Sure, you know, why not? Might as well. You're not going to eat all that. <laughs> She might. Yeah, <laughs> it depends on how hungry you can only she eat is. so much hay. Yeah. Now, the animals don't have to step out, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, if you've if you've run across that stock show and rodeo and the prices and stuff like that, uh, you know, love to hear well, from. Thanks for the heads up. I'm going Friday. So Are you? Oh, that's right. Up. You got Night Ranger to yeah. go to. Well, eat before you go. Yeah, definitely. Drink before you go. Yeah. Take Uber because you don't want to pay to park. <laughs> yeah. You know. Right. What's that? Twenty bucks. It's like 20 I think, bucks. I something. think the last time I saw it, somebody had told me it was like 20 some odd. 22? Yeah. Well, maybe it is 20. I don't I don't I don't remember. Somebody had told it me was it was over almost 20, as but... much as the concert ticket. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's uh the grounds is like 15 bucks, I think. The grounds. Yeah, just to get on if you're just going to go right? walk around. Yeah. Uh $15. So, try and find cheaper parking somewhere else and then Uber from there. Well, seriously, you know, park at the Red Cross and walk down. You know, when that Red Cross building on East Houston used to be K-Buck. We, we had people park there all the time and just walk over right. the Joe and Harry Freemans prior to AT&T. See, and now's in the time when the buses make sense because this is when the park and ride is... Seriously. Thing yeah. to do, right. To do. No, I, 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 I'd seriously take a look at it. So you're just, you're just suggesting go find some random parking lot and park there for free. However, well, when you do come back to your car, it'll be up on blocks and your your wheels are missing. Or, or it's going to be downtown in a lock, <laughs> behind locks. It'll lose it like $500 to get it back. you lose the car like Sean did. Yeah. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. Here's what I'm really suggesting. Just okay. s- stay home, eat your own food. <laughs> get your own turkey leg. Right. Get, eat before you go. I, we, we were talking about that. Nancy and I were talking about this yesterday because we were talking about some of the big sporting events like uh, Super Bowl and then Daytona 500 is coming up this weekend and stuff like that. Right. And I used to be all about going to those things. I, you know, you can find me there all the time. Well, number one, it's the worst place in the world to watch. If you're a sporting fan, it's the worst place in the world to watch a sporting event. Is there. Yeah. You know, they look like little tiny men on a, on a chest 
board walking around down there, and you can't even see the play. You have no idea what they're doing. Well, you're sitting in the nosebleeds. Is yeah. That the problem? Well, that's all like Ford. Yeah. Well, you know, you could. Well, if you eat before you go, well, then you can get better seats. Well, see, that's the other thing there. Then you want to go over there and you want to eat. Yeah. And he got the worst thing in the world for me is standing in line to pee. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> There's no. You guys see how many times a morning I got to get up from this chair. Sure. There ain't no way. Right. You know. Yeah. So the the beer cup comes in handy a little bit later on during the game. I'll tell you that. Too bad it's only four ounces. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you get it, get it out seven here, times. Here, hold my beer. Uh, Debbie, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning. We were at the rodeo, and we did eat before we went, but one of the ladies we met, they said they went to get turkey legs, and they were $17. There you go. But as, as spring break is approaching and people are going to Six Flags, I was there last weekend. Turkey legs are $16. There you go. Uh, chicken strips with French fries, four of them, was $14. <laughs> so people are going to go there. I suggest you eat before you go. Hey, can we go back to Popovich for a minute? Sure, if you want to. I just want to say, and I don't even take the Express News, because that's such a liberal paper, and that's how everybody I know feels about it. Yeah. But who really felt like they needed to call the Express News and ask Greg Popovich what he thought about the Spurs? They lost. Maybe instead of telling those referees about what he thought about books, he should have been talking to the players about the game. I think he needs to go. No one watches the Spurs anymore because he's become so liberal. And I had not seen that till you brought that up this morning. So he made my blood boil this morning. Well, but good. It woke you up, huh? I gave you enough, a little shot of adrenaline to get you going. <laughs> I was already going, but that just made me mad. <laughs> no one cares about him and no one reads the Express. But I don't know why they thought they even needed to put such a dumb article out. But anyway, thanks. You have a great morning. You too. Tell Tommy I said hello, Debbie. Uh, and here's Tommy. Here's a different Tommy. You're on KTSA. Good morning, Tommy. You're on. Hey, I appreciate your show. I watch, listen to it all the time going to work. Thank you, sir. A uh, couple of comments. A couple of comments. I stopped watching the Spurs when Pop started opening his mouth about politics. Yeah, me too. They've run that team into the ground. Yep. They don't even televise it no more. The only way I can get it bigger than Victoria is listening to it on the radio. Yeah. Second comment, instead of going to the rodeo, find the Cowboy Channel on the satellite or on your TV and watch the whole rodeo event except the concert. Is that right? right there in your home. Oh, yeah, I watch it every night. I didn't know that. I, every night, every event, from cow busting, the road, everything, every night. That's a good idea. Well, thank channel. you. I appreciate it, Tommy, and thanks for thanks for listening every morning. Got to take a quick break. More of your phone calls, 210-599-5555. Fentanyl's a big problem in town. going to tell you about that. You're looking for a fence? Okay. Pecos Fence Company, best in Texas. Anytime you call Pecos, they send out somebody to give you a free, that's right, a free estimate. And uh, they never charge for their estimates at Pecos Fence Company. You're always going to get somebody who's going to look the entire project over so you get the right price at the very beginning. It'll be the lowest price when you're talking about competitors for the same amount of quality. And that's the thing about Pecos Fence Company. It's all about quality. They use quality materials. They have quality craftsmen doing the work there when they're building a fence for you or repairing the one that you have now. Everything from cedar to chain link 
to ornamental steel, everything, everything in between. They do it all when it comes to fencing. Your fencing needs are taken care of when you call Pecos Fence Company, 210-655-5656. Now the AccuWeather forecast today is going to be very nice. Periods of clouds and sunshine breezy this afternoon. High near 70. Those news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I'm a real wild one. Wild one. Wild one. Wild one. This is what we've been hired to do. And it's not always pretty, as I said, and it's not always as other people would like to hear. But it is an honor to sit at this table and be able to have these conversations because they're important. Well, that's Whoopi. She's back, and that's fine. And listen, uh, from the very beginning, I told you I didn't want her to be canceled. I don't think that's the right way of of going about it. Uh, Whoopi has an audience. She has a voice. She has a responsibility. In my view, she's also a racist, and from her past comments, possibly an anti-Semitic views as well. But any, regardless, uh, it's it's called First Amendment. She has every right in the world, and she's back uh, on the view. Okay, it's a uh, six twenty-four KTSA Trey Ware here. All right, so here are the prices. I pulled up the menu here. Uh, twenty dollars for the turkey leg. I'm sorry, I was wrong. It's not seventeen. It's twenty for a turkey leg. Uh, let's see here. Sixteen for a sausage. Sixteen. Uh, uh, all American cheeseburger, sixteen dollars for a cheeseburger. <coughs> I'm sorry. Uh, hot dog is sixteen dollars. Curly fries and cheeseburger is seventeen dollars. Fried zucchini, there's four of them, is fourteen dollars. Sausage is seventeen dollars. Uh, waffle fries, cheesy bacon waffle fries is sixteen dollars. I know all this is real appealing at six twenty-five, especially to you. But right, it's all about sixteen between sixteen and twenty. That's about right. Yeah, yeah you're gonna pay between sixteen and twenty bucks, uh, depending on you know what you're gonna get, a hot dog, and that that doesn't include the. I can't. Well, wait. Uh, a drink is eight bucks. Bottle of water is four. Strawberry lemonade is six or eight. I can't make out if that's a six or an eight there. But there you go. It's uh, ain't cheap. Go to the rodeo. No, not Don't at cost all. you a lot of money. I mean, if you're going to eat at the rodeo, well, but it has it ever really, watch the animal. But has it ever really been? You know, I mean, it's one of those things you save up for, prepare to go. Well, to you know, year. I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just shocking to. To see it because it's not been like that. Right. It's never been like that. Yeah. That I can think of right. ever. I mean, ten dollars for a turkey leg, nine dollars for a turkey leg. Yeah, I can see that. But mm-hmm. twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> he walks around on the ground. He got an ugly thing hanging off his mouth. <laughs> you gonna charge me twenty bucks to eat one of his legs? It's- we did that bird a favor by killing it. <laughs> That's right. And now you're going to charge me 20 bucks to eat its leg. I don't think so. Can we get an auctioneer in there? <laughs> we really need one, well, the problem with auctioneers is they don't go down on prices. No, they always true. go. They start yeah. at 20. You know, that's a, I'll start I'll opening bid. It's 20. I got 25. And I got 25. Look for 25. And I got 25. There's 25. But then I got 30. I got 30 right over there. And I got 33. 33. 33. I got 33 going over there. I got 36. 36 going once. I got $36. And then this we say, oh, that's dollars? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 36000 All right. Uh, the Durham probe has accelerated, and more people are cooperating with Mr. Durham now. He's not leaking. leaking. Uh, unlike Robert Mueller did, this is being conducted very professionally. There's much more activity in Durham's investigation going on right now, and the list gets longer. All the ways that Hillary spied on Donald Trump. I thought it was great when Markley Van Camp and Robin just today played the sound, and everybody else played it too. 
I just heard them when I was leaving here at 11. I've been doing Sean's show, too. That they played the sound of a Leslie Stahl interview where Donald Trump said, they're spying on me, Leslie. Hillary's spying on me. And Leslie said, this is 60 minutes. You will not... <laughs> You'll not de- degrade this broadcast by bringing that false information in here. Oh, you have it? Uh, you know what? Let's do it next half hour. Let's do that coming up. But you, know, you won't do that here because it, you, you can't prove that. Well, it's been proven. She had her people spying on Donald Trump. She had her people allegedly, supposedly, <laughs> got to go to court, all that kind of stuff. But they were hacking into Donald Trump's computers at Trump Tower at the campaign headquarters in his private residence and then after he became president they hacked into the computers don't look or listen to ABC for the story you're not going to see it or hear it don't look or listen to CNN for the story you're not going to see it or hear it you're not seeing this story and folks This is, without a doubt in my mind, the most egregious and biggest political crime and uh, and scandal in the history of our country. I'll say it again. In my view, this is the biggest political crime scandal in the history of our country. It's a real doozy. Yes, it is. So when we come back, I'll take your calls about it at 210-599-5555. Although I don't know what you would say about it, but I'd love to hear from you. Uh, You know, everybody involved needs to go to prison. Every last one of them. This is America. Uh, Spying sent a lot of people are are breaking into the opponent's headquarters in the 70s. It was called Watergate. Sent a lot of people to prison for a long time. Ruined their lives. Ruined their families. And that was in the 70s, and that was busting into a building, breaking into a building. This is breaking into computers, even the computers of a sitting president in the White House. How is this not the lead story on ABC, CNN, CBS, and the rest? How is it not the most talked-about story on television right now, including The View and everywhere else? How is it not? I'll tell you how it's not. It involved the principal character is a far leftist named Hillary Clinton. That's how it's not. And people, believe it or not, like it or not, people are scared to say anything crossways about Hillary for any number of reasons. All right, that would take a quick break. 210-599-5555. Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio is here to get you the arthritis relief that you're looking for as that cartilage breaks down in your joints, primarily your knees, as that cartilage breaks down. Then you're ending up with arthritis, which is limited movement and quite a bit of pain. In fact, it's not one of those deals where you hurt necessarily only when you move. You know, arthritis can hurt all the time, and you're laying there, and you just can't get any relief whatsoever, and you've, you know, immobilized the joint, and you're not moving it around, but it's still hurting. Yeah. Well, the Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio are here to help you. The Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio have these gel injections approved by the FDA, and people are getting real relief, and I'm talking about quick relief as well. Let's find out if you're a candidate for this with a free, no-obligation screening on the phone. 
Call 210-944-4902. That's arthritis relief. Since number TECL 34221. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right, Trey Ware here, KTSA. And the White House was asked about this huge scandal involving Hillary. I can't speak to that report, they said. I refer you to the Department of Justice. Well, hopefully Hillary's going to be referred to the Department of Justice. What do you think about this? And Henry, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Good morning, brother. Hey, love your show. Thank you. Hey, I've always made it a principle of mine to look at the bright side of things. You know, yes, it's sad what Hillary's done, but at the end of the day, after all the millions she spent, she's still... (laughs) 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 Right on. That's right. Very good. That's a good principle, too, Henry. After all she's said and done, the billions, actually, that she spent... And then trying to, in illegal activity, in my view, allegedly, uh, tried to uh, then dethrone a sitting president. What? Challenging the results of an election, huh? Yeah, for four years she did. All right, let's go to uh, Lauren. You're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning to you, Lauren. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I, I think what we're going to find, and nobody's talking about this yet, is the fact that Obama was the president from the time that Trump was elected in November until January 20th or 21st, whatever it was. So they had plenty of opportunity to wire the whole White House, to rig the servers, everything, so they could spy on Trump. Really? And nobody's talking about that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's talking about that yet. Yeah, and I, I think that uh, Obama's still the president to a large degree right now. I think he's the man behind the curtain pulling a lot of the strings. So, yeah, I, you know, there's no telling the kinds of things that went on behind the scenes, Lauren. We're just now getting a little bitty tiny peek. But I'll bet you with this this much of a peak, there's a whole bunch back there. Thank you for your call. Hey, Tony, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning to you. Good morning, sir. I respect your opinions and always your common sense. I wish more were like you. The question I have is uh, on Trump. Uh, is he able to, willing to, or doing something about this legally to get all these people that have gone after him? illegally we know it was illegal is he doing something himself does he want to or can he uh that's a good question i don't know the answer to that tony um maybe i don't know that there's going to be any kind of civil suit that's going to be uh appropriate and possible at that time as soon as the information comes out like right now you know sarah palin ended up suing the new york times right and and, and the system's rigged she sued the new york times for slandering her which, in my view, they clearly did when they wrote that she was responsible for that mass shooting in Arizona. And um, the judge said yesterday, after the jury had taken it and gone to the uh, to, to deliberations, when the jury left to go to deliberate, the judge told the people in the courtroom, well, I'm just going to toss this case out when they come back. They haven't come back yet with a, with a verdict. But he said, I'm going to toss it out. Now, that's a Clinton-appointed judge, a Bill Clinton-appointed judge. That's how these people think and what these people do. So, I mean, obviously the, the deck is stacked against you if you're a conservative. If you're Donald Trump, they're doing all they can to put him in prison. When, in fact, in my view, Hillary's the one that needs to be rotting in prison. That's where she needs to be. Not only for what we're finding out right now from Mr. Durham and spying on a sitting president, but throughout her life, in my view throughout her political career and let's keep one thing in mind she learned from the best she was on the watergate committee all right she was an attorney working on the watergate case 
So she knows how to how to break into somebody else's your opposition stuff and to spy on your opposition and gain intelligence and then write up false information about your opposition and play the dirtiest of dirty tricks. Which keep in mind what this did for four years was it separated our country for four years. It tore the fabric of our of our society and our country apart. And the mainstream, as I call them, the dinosaur media. You hear me talk about them a lot. And thanks for your call, Tony. You hear me talk about the ABCs and CNNs and CBSs and all that, all those. You hear me talk about those a lot because they were right there as a part of it. Remember, when Donald Trump was saying, hey, Hillary is spying on me, they all made fun of him. Don Lemon, oh, what else is dancing around in your little fantasies at night there, Donald Trump? (laughs) Come to find out, she was right or at least allegedly she was and we're finding that out day by day minute by minute one of the reasons she didn't want her server out remember when she did everything she could even to the point of taking hammers to her phones and her server why because she had information on there that she didn't want people to know and it goes to the very look what we're finding out from john ratcliffe the director of national intelligence former well, we're finding out now and stuff that's been unclassified. He hadn't been able to speak till now. But this, you know, people like James Comey, uh, the, the, the director, the, the CIA director, John Brennan, you know, guys like that up to their eyeballs in this mess. So the, the biggest and uh, most um, well-connected and our entire apparatus, our security safety investigative apparatus, completely compromised at the highest levels on this thing. Completely compromised. And there's more to come. We just know a little, this is a tiny little sliver of what we know. Just a little tiny bit. But as I like to do, folks, again, let's go back to the media for just a second, okay? Flip this on its head. So all you got to do is just flip it upside down. And Trump hacked into Hillary's computers. And Trump has hacked into Biden's computers in the White House. And Trump has hacked into Hillary's private residence. And Trump has hacked into... Hillary's campaign headquarters or Joe Biden's campaign headquarters. You pick your victim. What do you think the media would be doing today? What do you think they'd be talking about today? Well, I'll tell you what they'd be talking about. They'd be talking about how this right here is worse than January 6th, 9-11, Pearl Harbor, and uh, you, 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 you call what else? Well, you know, depending on what uh, uh, Whoopi might say, you know, I think we know what Whoopi would say it was worse than. You know what they would be doing with this if, it, if she was on the, fo- uh, the foot. But they're covering it up today. The biggest cover-up is the media today because why? Because they were doing it. They were involved in it. They were colluding with the Clinton campaign to forward this narrative and then cover it up. You talk about collusion? Hillary colluded with the Russians. Hillary colluded with the national media. And so did the Democrats. That's my opinion on it. If you think I'm wrong, you call and tell me, okay? 
All right, Mark, you're on KTSA. With Trey, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Trey. Thanks to Bill Barr. Thanks for his work in appointing Durham as a special counsel. I think Durham is doing the great job. I think Durham is going to tie this thing eventually to Biden and Obama. And I think that the mainstream media is really caught in a quandary because you've got uh, media like yourself and all the other folks on talk radio and and cable news like Newsmax and the other stations that are that are broadcasting this and the American people are finding out about it. And I just hope that we actually get some Democrats to convert to Republicans in November because of this. Thank you very much, Mark. Great to hear from you. 210-599-5555. Quick break. More of your calls coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. It's rodeo time. That means Deets Tractor coming out with another big rodeo sale. They have brand new LS tractors, a platform and cab. They got the mid-sized and the large ones. Are very, very powerful. In fact, you get more performance for less money with an LS tractor than you will anything else on the market. And Deets Tractor Company is your LS tractor headquarters. Now, these LS tractors, some of the hottest tractors anywhere in the world, seven-time winner of the EDA Dealer's Choice Award, beating out all the big-name brands in 16 different categories for overall satisfaction. These huge savings, though, are going to be gone when the rodeo's gone. So take advantage of it today. See Deets Tractor at the rodeo on I-10 in Seguin or online. At- Enforce the law. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Well, it is Where in Rima, and Sean will be back as soon as he can. All right, how do I handle it at that time? 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. That should be your standard answer. That's it. He'll be back as soon as he can. Right. That's right. And then, you know, if, if, if it takes any much, if it takes too much longer, we're going to change the name of the program to Where Is Rhyme? <laughs> where is Rhyme? <laughs> where is Rhyme? All right, boy, where are you? Where are you? Well, we did see him on Facebook last night, so yeah. all good. It's some type of unusual puppet show. Those four walls are closing in on that boy. The last man who needs to be on a morphine drip. That's all I can say. Yeah. The last man who needs to be on a morphine yeah, drip. It's not bizarre enough. <laughs> so what was that they were just talking about? Something about, uh, I don't know, the, the Fiesta thing and uh, get your gorditas here or what What was that all about a second ago i thought that was pretty cool I, is it already getting close to feel i guess it is well you know it's uh it yeah. comes around in april so right. a couple months away do so. you realize it's it, we're, we are this close to uh spring break i mean like yeah a couple of weeks away coming up fast yeah uh this year is going to be gone in no time at all after two years that just drug on and drug on in fact last last year you know where you were you were in snow <laughs> up to your eyeballs one year ago today. Yeah, that yeah. was crazy. It was a crazy week. You were in, yeah. Everybody, we were dealing with the snow, the snowmageddon this time last year, exactly one year ago today. Sorry to bring up bad memories, but it started out pretty cool. I took a bunch of pictures I came across on my phone the other day. Yeah. It started out to be really cool. Winter Wonderland and all that. And then the power went out. And yep. it suddenly it's was not, not fun, fun anymore. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a. I, I'll have to go back and look, but I have a picture that I took the because, like we talked about yesterday, the first day it was just a lot of snow, it was a six seven inches of yeah. snow or something yeah. like that, and and I 
of course, there's no way to plow or move any of it. So I'm coming down 35 to get here. And you kind of have to guess where your exit is. Well, that's true. <laughs> so, that's interesting. You, know, yeah. you just have to guess where, how to get on the highway and then how to get back. Because you really couldn't tell. That's a good point yeah. without hitting the curbs. Right. Or in the, you know, going up, you know, over into a ditch or something. Yes, like exactly. There's a couple of steep ones over and, here. And eight inches on a road covers a curb. Yeah, you so can't tell. where is the road part? So you would just have to take a guess. And, and where's the driveway into the radio station? Yeah. I can't. I got to turn in front of this sign, but yeah. I know that there's other stuff in front of the sign. So right. yeah. yeah, just to take a guess. But um, yeah. as I as I turned Ugh. on to Eisenhower, Road, um, and you never know what the hell you're going to see on Eisenhower. Well, that's Road, true that's too. That's that's not every day. Uh, so I you know I pull off the highway. It, it's like three fifteen, three twenty in the morning, and right there in the middle of the street, there is a snowman. <laughs> It's like five feet tall that somebody built in the middle of the street. And I stopped and took a picture because I'm like, because behind it, there's a palm tree. And I'm thinking, in the middle no, of Eisenhower. No one's ever going to believe this. You know? So I snap, I snap a picture of it. And, um, That's great. Well, so, uh, the real snowman lives over here in one of these apartment yeah. complexes. <laughs> yeah, he, he is, is the hookup. He's, he's a snowman, Mr. Snowman. Right. Yeah, he's exactly. a little taller than five feet. That's right. <laughs> but they have pictures of him downtown. Yeah, I bet they do. <sighs> All right. Um, I, I want to dive in here. This is a serious subject for a second. I want to dive in on this, and um, I do want to open the phones on it, 210-599-5555. Came out, I think this was KSAT that was reporting this. It came out a news report yesterday from the DEA. Nearly half of the fentanyl pills in the streets in San Antonio have deadly amounts. Deadly amounts. They're manufactured in China and Mexico, mixed in with illicit drugs and brought here, according to special agent in charge over at the DEA, Dante, Dante Seriano. I'm sorry if I didn't say your name correctly, sir. He says, quote, the bulk of the fentanyl that we're seeing is being made into fake prescription pills, fake hydrocodone, fake oxycodone. And those pills are not being made in a pharmacy or in a pharmaceutical environment and not in a laboratory. They're being made by clandestine drug manufacturers. In the last four months in San Antonio alone, we have seized over 200,000 fake oxycodone pills containing fentanyl. 80,000 of those pills could have potentially killed 80,000 people. I don't know how familiar you are with fentanyl. I'm not other than what I've read. I've never touched it, never seen it, don't intend to. But I've read, of course, doing this job, quite a lot about it in the past few years to try to get up to speed what is this stuff that the police touch when they make an arrest, and it makes the police sick, could kill the police when they make an arrest. That's how deadly this stuff is. And we've had a 1,066% increase in America of fentanyl poisonings and deaths of young people let me tell you how that plays out now mom dad grandma grandpa let's talk just a second about this okay because this is how it plays out according to the dea these kids are going to college campuses and to parties and stuff like that and somebody says you want an oxy 
You want a hydro? And in and of themselves, if one of those, you know, it's not going to kill you, right? Doctors give you that for back pain and knee pain and neck pain and all that kind of stuff all the time. But it turns out it's not an oxy. It's not a hydrocodone. It's fentanyl with enough to kill that college kid. And one is all it takes, just one. So we've got college, high school, and middle schoolers that are going to parties or whatever, popping this thing, thinking, hey, I'm just going to feel good for a couple of hours, right? Bam! They're dead. So with all the stuff we talk, this stuff's coming across the border, just coming across. They're even flying it over in drones, dropping it in fields, being picked up and and distributed across the country. San Antonio is the main distribution point, according to the DEA, because once again, we have a highway that goes this way and a highway that goes that way. And with those two highways, you can take anything anywhere you want to in the country. So with that being said and that being noted, a 1,066% increase and an administration that has opened the border wide open and has caused that increase because they've opened up the border so much, if that alone is not a reason to militarize our border, in other words, yes, put the military on the border. This is a national security issue. National security issue. Our kids are being killed. They're being taken out. Bit by bit, piece by piece, our kids are being killed. This is a war on our children. And it is a war. It is a national security issue. If this isn't, explain to me how this isn't a national security issue. 210-599-5555. Back with your phone calls, traffic and AccuWeather. That will be supported by these programs are, are intended to save lives. Yes. But what about the border? <laughs> Hand out all the test strips you want to. But as long as it's flowing across the border. Hey, Steve, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. Hey, I gotta call you out on that on that thing about you know people touch or cops touching the powder and overdosing. Yeah, it's impossible. It, it that's an urban legend. It you cannot overdose by touching it. Um, well, that's that's uh, not what I've read. And Steve, how do you know that? I, are you a doctor or? No, I'm a paramedic. I routinely oh, okay. administer. Uh, oh, good. So you know. Patients. Well, the, the um, stories that I've read it has, and I'm glad you're doing this because I'm I'm willing to be corrected on anything. But I, the stories I've read have uh, have cops in certain circumstances having to go to the hospital, and, uh, and when they get there, not one of them has had a positive drug screen. Not one. Yeah. Uh, so, there's a video out there where there's a cop that has skin to skin contact with someone who's allegedly used fentanyl. And the cop all of a sudden is falling out, and he's going allegedly unconscious. Mm -hmm. Yet the person that he touched yeah. is sitting in the back of the patrol car, saying, "What's going on?" Right. You know, I mean, if she has well, I'm, I'm not taking it from videos like on YouTube. I'm taking it from uh, reputable news sources, Fox News and New York Post, and places yeah. like that, talking about how police, you know, had to be taken to the hospital uh, because, because they had they contact had a with fentanyl. Reaction. And, and it was a fear reaction. Not one case anywhere in the world has ever had a positive urine drug stream after contact with the drug. So it's not there's a video out there. There's a video out there that's done by a pharmacologist, someone who studies medicine, has a doctorate in, in drugs, um, who said that if you covered the entire surface of both hands with fentanyl powder, 
that over a period of an hour, you would absorb 150 micrograms. I routinely administer to larger patients a dose of 100 micrograms directly into the vein all at once. So it, it, there's no way to OD. You could lay, lay down and do naked snow angels in a pile of fentanyl, and you would not overdose. Now, now Steve, what you're telling me then is a, is a direct contradiction of all the news stories and all the uh, evidence and information about fentanyl overdoses that are happening all the time. Are you saying all that is we don't have a fentanyl crisis and we don't have OD? No, on, we do when it's, when it's, uh, when it's abused. When it's well, that's what I was talking about. When it's taken intravenously. That's what I'm talking as about. As far as the law enforcement getting a contact, exposure and overdosing yeah. doesn't happen at all yeah but I, what i was talking about too was also the the amount of abuse in the kids who take this stuff at parties and drop over dead is is that happening oh, or not that absolutely that is happening i've treated cases of it myself um it can be a very dangerous drug but not when you touch the powder well and this is not again go back to the story i was talking about this is not pharmaceutical uh, fentanyl this is stuff that's being made in labs in mexico and brought across the border that I'm, that I'm talking there about. There is a form of fentanyl called duragesic, which is a patch that is specifically designed to be absorbed through the skin. Now, if you got a couple, two, three, four patches on, yeah, you could overdose. Yeah, that but that's that. not what that's okay. not what we're talking about. We're talking about those that are made in a non-pharmaceutical lab down in Mexico and brought across the border. It, I, well, like I said, if if it's taken orally or if it's smoked. Um, or it's injected, by all means, it can be a very dangerous drug. Yeah, um, It's a hundred times more potent than morphine. A hundred times more potent. So, yes. so what, what we are dealing with a crisis here. Then what we're seeing and what's being reported by the DEA in San Antonio, because uh, otherwise the DEA, that's who I was basing my comments on, the DEA, were they being truthful in what they said or not? Oh, absolutely. I'm not disputing that part. I'm just disputing the part about cops touching someone or touching the powder um, and overdosing. That That's absolutely been debunked. Thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate your call this morning. Good to hear from you. Let's go to Lori. You're on KTSA. Go ahead, ma'am. Hi. I was working in assisted living for like 20 years. It didn't used to be that bad, but I'm telling you, taking a fentanyl patch off an older person or anybody, if you don't wear gloves, you can feel that feeling immediately. Uh, that's not what Steve was just saying. Steve said it. that's not reality. No, that's reality. I've been 20 years working there, and now... You have to wear gloves and put it in a Sharpie container because people are going by. They were going behind the, the assisted living, the nursing homes, and digging out these fentanyl patches that have been on patients for three days and cooking them and making tea or cutting them up and put yeah. under their tongue. You can feel an immediate reaction when you take it off if you're not wearing gloves. Yeah. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate it. No, I, I, I don't know who Steve is. He, uh, I'm taking him at his word that he's a, uh, you know, a paramedic and deals with this stuff all the time. But the stories, I'm just going on the stories that I have read and that I have, you know, you, you know me, uh, I, I take this very seriously. I don't come in here and just willy-nilly pull the stuff out of my butt. Go ahead, Chris. Well, just from what I've heard, uh-huh. just, I, I, I gather Steve was specifically talking about the powder Whereas uh, our last caller was talking about the duragesic patch, which is specifically a transdermal, so there may be a difference between the right, two. Because the patch is specifically supposed to go through your skin, yeah. so th- they're like, yeah, yeah, the likelihood that you would feel the the effects of it by touching it. Well, the stories that I have researched have cops being taken to the hospital uh, because they have touched it, they have had contact with it, and they're taken to the hospital after having contact with it. Those are stories I've seen. 
Ruben, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Hi, Trey. I'm a law enforcement officer, and we had a training video where an officer, they see somebody that had fentanyl, and the officer touched the fentanyl, and he he just collapsed automatically, and he overdosed, and he, they needed EMS to pretty much bring him back. But it's a training video that they're showing us, so uh, what the gentleman said isn't accurate. You touch it, you can you can OD. Okay. Thank you, Ruben. I appreciate it very much. Well, okay, so we've had three different calls on it and three different points of view on it. Now, I've, I've just had another nurse text me and said, I take those off of patients in old folks' homes all the time without gloves, and I've never had a problem or an issue with it. So everybody might be different. You know, your body responds in different ways. But one thing is sure. One thing is sure. It's flowing across an open border. That's for sure. And kids are ingesting it, and kids are dying after ingesting what's coming across an open border. And if I had one of those little patches with Joe Biden's picture on it and him pointing saying, I did that, I'd stick it on something pointing right to the border. We were energy independent last year, and we're about to find out if Ukraine... Ukraine and Russia get at it. We're about to find out how important it was to be energy independent. We were energy independent last year, and the border was getting under control. It was not there, but we were getting the border under control. We are now dependent on other nations to a large degree for our energy, and the border is wide open in one year. And that is not under discussion, debate, or dispute. That is a fact. All right, quick break, 210-599-5555. We'll talk a little bit about uh, the, the newest Mussolini. He's north of our borders. We'll talk about that coming up. Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. At Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, you get guys that respond to you right away and get to your problem as soon as you call them. Now, with Quarter Moon, these are guys in the plumbing business and the heat and AC business who are trained professionals, master plumbers on staff as well, not commissioned sales reps who are coming out to try to find a problem so they can sell you something. That's not what they do. They come out, find the problem, fix the problem, and get you back to cooling, heating, or get your plumbing mess taken care of. Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC has the trucks that are all fully stocked, video camera inspections available too, and guys who have been doing this now for years and years and years have great experience in taking care of all of this. This is one of those numbers I recommend goes on the refrigerator, right? Because you never know when you're going to have an issue. could happen at midnight or 3 p.m. on a Saturday, and Quarter Moon is always there and ready to respond to you. Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat and AC, 210-651. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Okay, well, no, I'm not really interested in taking anything away. That's uh, the Democrat. And the only one I know of that's running on the Democrat side. However, on the Republican side, we have several. We have Don Huffines. We have, of course, the current uh, governor, Governor Greg Abbott. We have Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. And my next guest is Chad Prather. He's joining me back here on KTSA. Trey Ware here. It's 737. And, Chad, welcome back to the show, man. Hey, Trey. I hope you're doing well, man. It's a blessing to hear your voice. Great to be back. Same here. Um, I just wanted to touch base with you as we are now officially early voting is underway and talk about a couple of these issues that keep coming up time and time again. In fact, I'll just dive right in. A, a friend of mine has got a ranch uh, out west of San Antonio a little ways, and 
he just sent me some photos from 409 this morning on his ranch of here's a bunch of illegals walking across his ranch again and i I, you know this is just one i i get pictures and photos like this from guys all the time that have these ranches Uh, our border is just completely wide open what does governor prather do about that well, one of the first things we've got to do is we've got to disincentivize the reason they're coming. I mean, they're coming because they know that we're funding health care and welfare, education and housing for illegals. We're not turning them back. We've got to deter this. Um, and, and the way to do it is it, not just detaining, but but a significant plan to deport as well as defend. And, you know, Title Eight Code 1324 says that you can't aid, transport or hide illegals in the United States. That's exactly what we're doing. We're seeing the federal government doing. We're seeing our Texas National Guard doing it by helping them out of the river and into the state. And what I've consistently said is if we do need we do need physical barriers where it's geologically and geographically possible. But we need a human wall. And that human wall consists of law enforcement and and military all the way down to citizens. We need all hands on deck in this situation. Uh, this border can be shut down. This border can be shut down easily. We control 25 bridges that come over that river. We can control not only the commerce, but the traffic that's coming across. But that's not the issue, in my opinion. The issue is exactly what you just mentioned. The people who are traipsing across ranch lands, who are coming across private property, and these citizens are sitting there with their hands tied, nobody to call, and they know if they do, nothing's going to be done about it. We've got to enforce these laws that are on the books. And it's not going to be a political correct solution, Trey. You know, this is a humanitarian crisis on both sides of the border. We share 1,254 miles with an unstable nation. Uh, we have got to stop this and, and make it impossible for illegals to be doing business in Texas. For instance, I think we need a 12 to 14 percent transaction fee at banks for any illegals that are trying to make transactions. And that money goes into uh, Texas. There's so many different things that we can do to make it harder and disincentivize the reason that they're here. Uh, and at the same time, make legal immigration a great thing again. Knowing that a year ago, the border was getting under control. It was not totally there, but Donald Trump had it headed in the right direction and had it much more under control than it is now. Upon his first day in office last year, Joe Biden completely did away with that, opened it wide up, and, and was proud about saying it. We play the soundbite often here where he says not one person, not one, will be deported uh, under a Biden administration. He's almost pretty much lived up to that, to the point, Chad, where we have uh, criminals uh, that have been kicked out of this country coming back in, reoffending, sometimes killing and raping people here in this country, things that are completely and totally uh, unacceptable. Um, so knowing that, knowing that you're, as governor, you would be fighting against the federal government and the Joe Biden administration. How do you deal with that? We know that the target on the back of Texas, this administration is not coming to our aid. And you're correct. Again, my friend, Sheriff Joe Frank Martinez, who is a Democrat in uh, Valverde County. When I visited with him, he said, you know, the last administration, he said, I didn't like them, but they had it under control. This administration does not. Uh, we, we definitely have to, to remind people of our constitutional rights as the state of Texas. Look, when we know that the government's not coming to our aid, Article 4, Section 7 of the Texas Constitution says that the governor of Texas now becomes the commander-in-chief to repel invasions. And that's exactly what this is. He has the right to call up the state guard. We've got to empower and equip our state guard as well as utilize the National Guard and the full human and material resources of the, of the uh, Texas DPS. Listen, I remind people constitutionally, we have militias. 
We have we have civilians as well as veterans who are well trained and able to do this job. We need to employ those folks. Uh, and you know, I remind people that uh, Article One, Section Ten of the U.S. Constitution says the same thing. You know, we have the right to defend our border. We have the ability to do that. Again, it's not going to be politically correct, and there's going to be some naysayers there who say you can't do that. But that's the beauty of having state sovereignty. And Texas, of course, is, is one of the biggest. We have the greatest in terms of, of size and leverage against Washington, D.C., to hold their feet to the fire and actually get this job done. I remind people that America needs Texas, and, and Texas has a lot of power and leverage to make D.C. act. But if they're not going to act, we're going to do it ourselves. Chad Prather is joining me right now. He is uh, right now running in the Republican primary for governor of Texas. I, I, I just got to take you back for a minute, Chad, back to the inflection point for you, because you're not a politician. You're not out there wanting to be a politician. You felt like this was necessary for you to do. And I just want to go back to that moment. What happened, or was it something that built up to to a point where you made that decision that i've got to get in this thing and do something about it was it was it one thing that the governor did wrong in your mind or was it just a bunch of different things along the way well you know trey you and i are blessed in that we get to run our mouths for a living right, right? it's very therapeutic in a, in, a, in a big way but uh like you i have a large platform and a great reach and i said i can continue talking politics and, and being bothered and criticizing politics or I can do something about it. So July 2nd of 2020, I was in South Dakota, and I was enjoying the freedoms of South Dakota. You mm-hmm. know, there were no mandates. I was waiting on Don Trump to come speak at Mount Rushmore. I was with Don Trump Jr. when my phone went off, and it notified me that there were more shutdowns in the state of Texas. And I went to Twitter. I often joke saying it's because I was with a Trump that I went to Twitter, and I, and I tweeted that I was going to run in this primary. But, you know, we went in Texas economy. We, we were 19th in the nation under Rick Perry. We went to 28th under Abbott. In 2020, put 3 million Texas out of work and bankrupted over 10,000 small businesses. And we bottomed out at 38th in the country financially. We know that spending's increased by $48 billion annually underneath this, or, or sorry, $48 billion totally on our budget spending under this governor. That's an increase of 19% in the last seven years, while population's only grown by 5.4%. So I know that government's gotten bloated, it's gotten big, but then when it became a dictatorial and unilateral bully and started telling people that they were non-essential, they couldn't go to church, weddings, couldn't, couldn't go to funerals, couldn't go to the gym. Tree, I don't want to go to the gym, but I have a contract that says I can go to the gym. And and there is a tie, there is, sorry, there is a clause in the Constitution that says you know, the government can't step in and violate. So we've seen of those contracts. We've seen almost 18 constitutional violations on the part of this governor in the last 18 months. And I said enough is enough. We've got to get government out of our lives. We believe in small government. Let's make that a reality in Texas. Trey Ware here with Chad Prather on KTSA. I share your love for South Dakota. Christy Noam got it right from day one when she was asked about mandates. And she said, I'm not mandating anything. Come be free. And I was up there for the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally this year, and that was the first thing she said when she came to speak to us. She said, welcome to freedom. And i got to tell you, the cheer was huge in South Dakota. I'd love to hear that here. Let's talk about mandates for just a second, Chad, because um, I, I hear a lot about this from our listeners, that they would like another special session to deal with this issue and codify that into law, that there will be no mandates, mask, vax, or any other way, going forward that the state government will have no power nor shall the government to mandate any of this stuff what are your thoughts on that 
Well, people have got to stop relying on executive orders. They think that executive order has power. It's not worth the paper that it's written on until you pass through the legislative session. So we knew that Donald Trump gave an endorsement to Greg Abbott on the basis of him holding a session for election integrity. He's not done that. Uh, Our elections are not secure here. But then we need to have the mandate discussion in our legislative body. Only 19 out of 103 Republicans in Austin have called for that special session. Only 19. That tells me that the remainder and the majority of those Republicans are following the lead of Greg Abbott, who's not interested in that. We've not only got to pass legislation, it's got to be legislation with teeth. So if these global and worldwide companies want to do business on Texas soil, we've got to make sure that there are penalties in place if they're going to mandate medical rape for our citizens who are going to work for those companies. We've got to defend our citizens' priorities, violating the sanctity of their body. We talk about the southern border. How much more sacred is the border of your body? And that governmental overreach that's going to make you have a medical procedure as a term of employment just to go to work, that's got to stop. And it's got to happen through the legislative process. It's got to be legislation with teeth on it. I've proposed numerous things that would would be exactly that. And we've got to make sure that people are protected and free again. You know, the Constitution wasn't written to keep you safe or healthy. The Constitution was written to keep you free. Mm -hmm. And right now people aren't free. Our kids are masked up. We've got we've got judges. We've got we've got people on the local level who are defying the order. We've got to make sure that that law is in the books and people are protected. Yeah, the Constitution, whether it's the federal Constitution or the state Constitution, was written to constrain and restrain government, not its citizens. So it was meant to keep us free. You said it very well. Not to keep you safe. It was meant to keep you free. Very well said. Uh, let me ask you one more thing about one more topic uh, because I get this asked to me all of the time. And one of your opponents, Don Huffines, has based his entire campaign on eliminating property taxes in Texas. What are your thoughts about property taxes? Uh, what to do about it? I, I, I'm guessing also if you want to say something about maintaining a position of absolutely no uh, state income tax, however, whatever your positions are there. Love to hear it. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, constitutionally, we've got to maintain a legacy of no state income tax. And I truly believe in that. You know, Texas is by and large a low tax state, but our property taxes, which in my opinion are the most immoral tax you can put on somebody, they don't ever own their land, own their property. You know, Texas legacies are about wealth, global power in terms of, of energy but also owning land. We've lost our heritage with farming and ranching, but just home ownership. You never own because of property taxes. Everything that you see out there is being taxed and owned by the government. People are being priced out of their homes. We've got to take state surplus, buy down those property taxes. I've consistently said that we need to uh, slightly increase the sales tax and, and the gas tax, maybe by half a percentage there, until we put ourselves on a path to a consumption tax so that so that and, and that's got to be capped as well. We don't want that to get out of control because right now we've become a sinkhole state. We haven't fiscally taken care of ourselves and we've gotten ourselves into major problems. Uh, and and we, we rank very low in terms of our fiscal responsibility. Let's take the money that's there. Let's take the wealth that's coming in. Let's stop giving, you know, $900 million tax breaks to South Korean companies like Samsung. Stop subsidizing Facebook, Amazon, Google, uh, Tesla that are coming here and turning Austin into another Silicon Valley. Stop doing that. Let's protect Texas landowners, homeowners, and make sure that immediately people 65 and older no longer pay property tax. Veterans are no longer paying property tax. We've got the money that's there. The resources are there. Let's buy it down. I remind people, we don't have a state 
uh, uh, property tax that ended in 1982. It's handled on the local level. As long as we're putting immoral people who do not handle a dollar property properly, and they know it's your dollar, so they don't care. Mm. We've got to stop putting immoral people in those positions of power to dictate over us. Do things such as reward ISVs that keep a low bond and, and penalize those that keep it high. There's so many things that we need to be doing, but we've got to remember this is a moral issue, Trey. Property tax is a moral issue. And I tell people, you know, if, if, if Israelites 6,000 years ago could figure out a way, uh, we read in our Bibles, you know, that they had no property tax. So that mm-hmm. was the promised land. Uh, if, if if they could figure out a way around property tax, surely the most economic, fiscal, conservative minds in Texas can figure out a way to get around it today. It's a moral issue. We've got to get rid of it. No doubt. Chad Prather, thank you very much for your time. I'm going to get you to hang on and talk to our producer real quick. But uh, thank you very much, and good luck here in the early voting. Quick of Ukraine at home and abroad. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is heading to the region today where he will meet with his NATO counterparts. Cecilia Vega has reaction to mixed messages from Vladimir Putin. The White House says they still don't believe that Putin has made up his mind as to whether or not to invade. They're very concerned here about what they're calling this false flag operation that Russia could essentially lie about an attack in order to justify an invasion. President Biden has been promising swift and decisive action. He says potentially sanctions like Russia has never before seen, including possibly targeting Putin himself. Canada finding a way to put the brakes on the Freedom Convoy. Those Canadian truck drivers protesting that country's COVID mandates after they shut down the Ambassador Bridge and rode into the country's capital city. Pierre Thomas explains. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoking the Emergencies Act, a never-before-used law granting the Canadian government broad powers, including the ability to remove vehicles and freeze bank accounts. Occupying streets, harassing people, breaking the law, this is not a peaceful protest. But the Ambassador Bridge, the busiest land border crossing between the U.S. and Canada, is back open. Police finally clearing the remaining protesters Sunday, arresting more than two dozen people. Texas Rangers investigating the death of a 54-year-old inmate of the Medina County Jail. Sheriff's Office's David Lee Toomey was alone in his cell when he died Sunday night. He'd been in custody at the jail for about three days. Officials don't suspect foul play or suicide, but an autopsy will determine his cause of death. Well, among the items on November's ballot in Hudson, Ohio, will be the office of mayor. Jim Ryans is the man who has held the job for just a couple of years has decided to quit. At a Hudson City Council workshop last week, the topic of ice fishing on a public lake came up, and Mayor Craig Schubert offered this. If you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem, prostitution. He couldn't cite examples, but said he had heard of that happening. After a week of international heckling, Schubert says he was trying to inject dry humor into the meeting, but that he's handing in his gavel. KTSA News time is 8.02. Well, the San Antonio Spurs rodeo road trip continues. Here's Rudy J with sports. The San Antonio Spurs fell to the Chicago Bulls last night, 120-109. Leading MVP candidate DeMar DeRozan dropped 40 and notched his sixth straight game with at least 35 points. The Spurs were led by Lonnie Walker with 21 points off the bench. The Houston Rockets were defeated by the Utah Jazz, 135-101. to Donovan Mitchell had 30 points to lead all scores and send Houston to their fifth straight loss and their ninth loss in their last 10 games. There are plenty of hoops action in Texas teams tonight as the Mavericks begin a five-game road swing in Miami to take on the Eastern Conference-leading Miami Heat. Tip-off from FTX Arena is 6.30 Central. And the Texas A&M Aggies will host Florida in College Station at 6 p.m. on the SEC Network. 
and the basketball edition of the Red River Rivalry pits 20th-ranked Texas at OU. That game gets started at 6 p.m. on ESPN2. For San Antonio Sports Star, I'm Rudy J. 803 KTSA Action.